genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I always am, with the people I'm always here with, Sean Petit. What up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. hey As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read the books that came out last week, we're going to spoil those for you. So I will give you timestamps in the episode description so you can skip any anything you need to skip. Our top story today is Batman Fear State Alpha by James Tynan, Ricardo Federici, and Chris Sotomayor. Yeah, right. We're finally in the Fear State. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Finally. The state is fucking fear. <laughs> this Feared book. Up. Relatable. It's uh, a bit scary, for, folks. For real. So if you've got kids around, you shouldn't have kids around if you're yeah, listening to this show. I mean, if this is your first time <laughs> lis- listening, that's a good trigger warning, but you should never have kids around. Don't bring kids around me ever. Really? Wow. I can't be Bold. trusted to I'm not a- say, say an F-bomb in every single sentence. Casey's allergic. She will explode. <laughs> yeah, I am I am a bad influence, I've, I've learned over the years of being around kids and I, not knowing how to behave. My whole thing is I don't know, because like kids, you know, they, they like mature at such like wildly different rates. I either am going to treat them like a literal baby and they're like 12, or I'm going to treat them like a 30-year-old and they're like three and i'm just like i don't and just treat them all like adults it's fine there have been but several yeah. times where i've had to have it explained to me that things i said around kids was not okay exactly that i didn't I even them, think was a thing like if i treat them thing. like 30 year olds it's gonna be really bad because like i can't be trusted to just not say horrible shit at all times i treat so. kids just like i treat adults that they're way into x obscure x-men knowledge and that's all they want to talk about because that's all i'm good for i mean you're you're probably a hit around like there's a a very specific demographic that that you're like the coolest person they know yeah and then yeah and it's specifically kids that go to the comic book store like that's the point right but 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 there's a there's like two demographics that that plays well with and there's a huge gap in between Yep. <laughs> you go for people that just want to throw eggs at me and call me a nerd. Yeah, there, there, there's no. like 8 to 12 and then like 24 to 35. <laughs> yep. And then like 60. 60 year olds also probably would just want to talk about X Men that they collected when they were a kid. Right, sure. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of comics, I saw Shang-Chi yesterday. Uh, how was that? It was fucking delightful, you guys. Um, it Did you take was... a break from working at the car rental place to uh, film this film? Uh, yes. To go my... save the world? Uh, yeah, Jung Kim, uh, otherwise known <laughs> as Shang-Chi. Uh <laughs> Oh man, my my sweet sweet boy. I'm so glad he did well because like, yeah, I only know him from Kim's, Kim's Convenience, which if you haven't watched, go fucking watch Kim's Convenience. Just started, it is delightful. Yeah, I I, I made Sean watch it, so Yeah, you know. Casey is an evangelical uh fan of that show. It's so fucking good. Well, it, it got canceled and we all have to watch it on Netflix so it gets picked up again. Um But yeah, no. So, I'm super glad he did super well in uh in that movie. It's also like really cool. Um, it feels like the first kind of like chip in the Marvel formula because it's like clearly a cur- like a like a kung fu film 
that happens to have Marvel bits in it. And I really ah. appreciate that. I that's mean, cool. that's really the only way to do it, right? Yeah, if they had fucked, if they had just done a Marvel movie with a little bit of Kung Fu in it, it would have been horrible. Are but there it, Deadly Hands in there? Yeah, yeah, they really, they really got in there. It, it feels like the the Chinese equivalent of Black Panther, honestly. And I might be wrong because I am not Chinese. Um, but uh, I read a couple articles that says that it, it handled the mythology really well and it handled the kung fu really well. So that's cool. That seems like it's respectful from my end. Uh, at me if I'm incorrect, I would love to know. Um, but it it felt it felt like oh you guys give a shit. It also like had way more subtitles than any Marvel movie like by a lot. And I was like oh, oh yeah, shit they that, like and that probably kind of makes it feel more authentic as well. Well yeah because it's not just being like look at all these people in China speaking English to each other. <laughs> Dude I just um, got finished talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three three minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah being Why in Japan. Why does everybody in ancient Japan speak English? Yeah exactly That's... they've never met a westerner but they all know English. Well, they covered their tracks though because like th- this was a part of Japan where they did a lot of dealings with the English but like why do the kids speak English? Yeah no sense. that's not yeah um, yeah they, they the people that speak English make it makes sense that they speak English and the people that don't there's like moments where they're like what the fuck is he saying? You know like and it's like oh cool alright yeah that's only yeah. in theaters, right? Only in theaters. See, I I took that risk. That's that's one of the risks I've been willing to take because yeah. I just have to do anything. Not not Literally quite there, anything. but I I, do I feel that. See it. I feel that uh, AMC. I feel safe at an AMC because the seats are so big and the aisles are so big. Like one of those like dine in mm. AMCs. Yeah, yeah. It's like socially distanced. <laughs> so you know, and it, if you got to buy an extra seat, fucking buy an extra seat and give Chang Chi some more of your money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then you then it's you fair. have a, a a social distance buffer from between you and the next guy. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, I never thought of that. I I did it on accident last night because I we bought an extra ticket for my boyfriend and then like the logistics of it ended up because like he would have had to take a lift home in order to m- meet us to get to the movie on time and um it's funny without having the entirety of six seventy six lifts are like twice as expensive. Mm, that's weird. Who would have yeah. thought? Um, yeah, so yeah, major thoroughfare through our our home uh, city is now a river. Yeah, if y'all have not seen the photos of Philadelphia six seventy six like uh, Vine Street Expressway underwater, uh, man, if you like it see is, an aerial view, it looks kind of like oh, this river is nice. It kind of gives the city it looks a like nice we're Venice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it like, looks like oh, a lot is, of chocolate milk. It kind of I've seen like a lot of Jondola jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, also. I texted a picture to my mom and I was like, look, mom, that interstate on ramp that I got maced by the cops at is completely underwater. And that is a weird fucking post-apocalyptic sentence that I said. Yeah. So the, for those of you who might not know, uh, <laughs> a, a, a Hernado cane decided Hernado to Gaze. tear through the entire Hernado. East Coast. I think I, everyone knows about Ida at this point. I myself was hiding from tornadoes in my basement for, for an hour or so. Yeah. And I found my old collection of 94 Fleer Ultra X-Men cards, which was super Yo, fun. those are like worth money. Go sell those. I found a lot that I was like, man, if this was not just in a shoebox in my basement, it'd be worth some money. <laughs> but I, it's funny, too, because I was talking about the, 90 floor, the 94 Fleer Ultra card series on Franchiseography last week. Because nice. I was on the Deadpool 2 episode, and we were talking about, like, well, how did you get into X-Men? It's like, well, that all goes back to the 94 Fleer Ultra Yo, so X-Men many people got series. into X-Men that way. It's fucking yeah. wild. Uh, also, good job at the 
dueling genre synergy. That there you, you just, go. We're yeah. trying things here. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Right no, it was. We'll take a break. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go listen to franchiseography. <laughs> yeah. You got hit. Hit pause. Go listen to that. Come back. Um, they're 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 at the the tail end of the X Men series right now. I think. Uh, New Mutants comes out this week if I finish editing it between now and then, which uh, I should. Which I'm sure I'm sure that's a good episode, but as far as the movie goes, oof. I liked it. I never saw it. Uh, well, then don't say oof <laughs> about it. <laughs> Isn't Ileana like racist towards Danny? I don't want to watch that. Fuck that. Calling her Pocahontas and shit. Get out of here with that fucking racist I, shit. I, I didn't. I wouldn't say I liked it. I didn't not like it. Okay, that's fair. Like, like you could tell it was an unfinished movie. Like they should have done those reshoots. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but back to uh, Hurricane her, her tornado uh, Ida. Uh, it was really funny because in our group chat we were um, checking doing check ins the next morning. Uh, and Dude, I must have texted y'all okay to 50 people yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my response to you was like, oh yeah, we're like totally fine. The city is untouched. Everything <laughs> is totally fine. And then Sean sends that picture of the Vine Street Expressway <laughs> that I had not seen yet. And I'm like, let me rephrase. South Philadelphia and the old city <laughs> store are completely untouched. Right in the middle between yep. them is a shit show, it turns out. My my world is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can I, I, I can had, bike to and from my house and not see that. And uh <laughs> I had the equivalent of a freight train made of wind miss me by about a mile and a half. Oof. Ghost train. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ghost train. <laughs> Oh so God. to all of y'all out on the East Coast, uh, stay dry. Yeah. And I hope you all are fine. Safe. And look for mutual aid networks uh, for Louisiana if you have the money to spare because they're really fucking hurting down there. Like there's whole like barrier islands that no one's heard from. Uh, yeah. It's a fucking nightmare down there. So, you know, keep cool. an eye out for ways to help there. That's fucked Just up. Just what we need right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's you been know. a hell of a couple of weeks. It has. It's been weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Earth has tried to shake us off its surface, and it's somehow tried, we're it's still doing here. its fucking best, man. We're its immune system life. has figured us out. I cannot blame it. Honestly, I would do the same. This is yeah. this is a, the, the, a, the, a dewormer for the planet. If yeah, you will. Say, the Earth got their people vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> And it's attacking us. And it is I, I, successful. I keep lamenting at the fact that, like, I, I, I knew I was going to be part of the generation that lives through the apocalypse. What I didn't know is that I would still have to go to work and pay oh, my bills yeah. on no. time. Oh, Have y'all seen that Venn diagram where it's like apocalypse and then having to go to work and somehow we ended up in this sliver in the middle? It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, what it's the like, fuck? I, I thought societal collapse was going to be part of this, so that was the part I was actually kind of looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, we were all looking forward to Mad Maxing the shit, but no, we have to pay bills. Yeah, no, I was I, totally I still have Waterworld. I still have credit debt. Yeah, I was totally ready to, you know, like, weld saw blades onto my car fenders and shit and that's not the one we got we I mean, got you still the one can. where yeah no one's stopping people you people are gonna look at you you fucking yeah. coward yeah. we got wow. world, do it. but instead of like yeah, a whole yeah we world, didn't we didn't get we didn't get anarchy we got more laws 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Shittier also, laws. Also, don't describe societal collapse as anarchy. I find that disrespectful. Uh, well, I'm sorry <laughs> to alienate any of our anarchist listeners who... Yo, I, you don't fucking know. You say that like a joke like there aren't anarchist listeners. I don't think there's anarchist listeners who are going to take offense that I that I called societal Yo, collapse anarchy. Anarchists take strong offense to that. If they take offense to anything, it's the bullshit portrayal of anarchy. <laughs> Well, it's not like well, I've lost control. It's not that yeah. far off. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna take that crowd. <laughs> Two sides of the same fucking coin. Well, there. Now we're in anarchy. Yeah. I'm now gonna... you've pissed off anarchists. Good job, Sean. Good job. Well, cool. that when they, aside, when they, when they all organize, they can come after me. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. You know what? We're, we're gonna argue about how to come after you for too long, <laughs> and you're just gonna get away with it, and it's fine. <laughs> I Nailed say it. we as the collective left. I am not personally an sure, anarchist. No, I got it. Yeah, I am their, I, I, I am their comrade. If I don't you have will. time for that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to the other meeting. Yeah. All right. All right. Someone pulled a ripcord. Uh, Where right. there was a the, the, the TLDR. There were some. There were some wind things happening. We're all okay. <laughs> some there wind was stuff some there's wind. A, there's a lot of fucking water in Philadelphia. A lot of wind <laughs> stuffs happened. Oh my god. Uh, my windsock <laughs> blew off my tree. I have to get a new so, one. So here we are talking about comics. We somehow still managed to get comics this week. Yeah, honestly. Of all, of all the fucking weeks that we still yeah, managed all the weeks to get comics. The comics actually showed up on time. It was this one. Yeah, who knew? It's fucking and, like, wild. It was wild on Wednesday, too, because like we got like crazy mad rushes from like noon to three. And then from like five to eight, I had one customer. Dude, if I was like, <laughs> if I was 20, 30 minutes later to the shop, there was a very good chance I was going to get stuck there. Like <laughs> the roads back to my house were, t- were, and they were, they were like creeks. And if 20 minutes later, they would have been full on rivers. Like uh, it was bad. So speaking from experience, I have been stranded in that shop. <laughs> I remember. It is a bad time. I do yeah. not recommend it. Yeah. All right. I read a whole Jeff Lemire graphic novel there, and Ooh. it was sad. <laughs> All right, we are like cold. a quarter of a way through this show. Let's talk about some comic books. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I got the first no. one. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I've got Hellions. <laughs> Hellions 15 by Zeb Wells. Uh, oh, fuck. Rohe Antonio? Right? Rohe, I'm assuming? All right. Or Roche? I'm not sure. I think it's Rohe. Um, Rohe Antonio. And Rain Barreto. Um, Add us if we're wrong. Yes, please do. Please. I, I, I truly hope. So uh, much sinister. Yes. Oh, my God. So, so much, much sassy sinister. sinister. So, like so, eight of them. Or were you there, Jack? I don't think we talked about last issue. Yeah, I don't think we did. It's like mm-hmm. the showdown between um, the Lotus Vial and the Hellions. Yeah, so if you recall Tarn and the Lotus Vial from... Ten of Swords. Uh, that was the the sinister equivalent on Araco, the guy that wants to just fuck around with DNA constantly, and he's like sinister on fucking steroids because he's just like so evil and just yeah, like he must so be obsessed because he's got these big ass ear testicles and like that's got to be a sign of dominance, you know, <laughs> just the big <laughs> ear balls that he's got. He does have some ear balls. Um, yes. I, I, I'm just flipping through this issue, and, and I'm, I'm there now. Yeah. Stick it in your ear balls. Yep. So, but yeah. So, so Tarn is the is the 
sinister equivalent on Araco, and the locust vial is his marauders. It's like his collect. Yeah, it's his. Yeah, um, but and since it's Araco, everything's turned up to eleven and fucked up. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is like the big weird fucking dude. It's creepy as shit. Oh yeah, the um, amino fetus. Amino fetus. Yeah. Oof. We'll get there. So no, so you. essentially we last well, left that's them. An uncomfortable word. Uh, yeah. yeah, oh everything is uncomfortable about amino uh-huh. fetus. Yeah. Um, Stop saying it. We last left them on Araco. Um or no, they were on Otherworld and they were trying to quote unquote like steal the swords so that the thing didn't it their plan failed miserably. Yeah, it did but not what work. didn't what did not fail was Sinister stealing Tarn's like DNA samples. Um, yeah, that's really all they cared. That's all that's he all wanted. Sinister cared about. Sinister yeah. did not plan on actually doing anything to help the Ten of Swords situation. So he, uh, Tarn, figured out what happened and has now come to collect. And the uh, uh, dissected Sinister that got stuck in Otherworld with Tarn has also come back to say, "What the fuck, man." <laughs> You left me there. I got pulled apart atom by atom. That's not cool. So this issue is uh, Tarn and the amino, uh, the the locust vial featuring amino fetus fighting Hellions. <laughs> and that's a hell of a fucking. That's a sentence I said. That's out loud. Yes, and um, and then the sinisters, uh, the pre- Misters sinister, <laughs> Misters sinisters. <laughs> Um, they have escaped, they have absconded to their rebuilt murder world, where they co- they convinced slash uh, coerced Arcade into creating a uh, clone facility for Sinister. I-, I love how it only takes about two issues for me to get behind on an X-Men book before it turns into just like... No, that's just a word salad I said yeah, to you. Yeah, it's just like, I don't... Yeah. All right, and, sure. And it still exists because they tricked all of the Marauders into thinking it was destroyed. Yes, yeah. They, so so using blackmailing Psylocke, she put the idea in all of their heads that Murder World was, was blowed up, um, but it didn't. And Surprise! the reason she worked with them <laughs> is that Sinister has her daughter's DNA... Like, like her mind backup, like cerebral. Ba- yeah, like a cerebral backup, but there is no other backup. There's mm-hmm. one copy, and it's in that computer, so he- she can't destroy it, and like has to protect it. So I guess one of the one of the big things about this issue is that uh, we learned that uh, Tarn is different from Sinister in the fact that when he messes with DNA, he creates chimeras. So he uh, splices and takes. Um, he doesn't just clone, but he like creates a new thing. So yeah. Sinister needed that because he's actually building um, a sinister body, but a sinister like uh, clone, it's a sinister but tarn. it's a Tarn body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's doing a, a Chimera with Tarn on himself. Yeah. Also, and this is this is. This is the introduction to the chimeras yeah. that we saw in Hawksbox. Correct. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Sinister doesn't typically have lawful good intentions when he gets his hands on some... No, he just wanted to make himself a god. He wanted yeah. those dope yeah. ear testicles. <laughs> he really hung up on... on Look at balls. him! <laughs> I'm looking. I'm uncomfortable about it, but it is there. So yeah, that's that's the, the, pants. the B-plot oh. with the <laughs> some Sinisters. Some head pants or something. Yeah. <laughs> head pants. <laughs> 
Oh my god. I think that's called a hat, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does a hat do anything about your ear testicles? I don't know. Those things are hanging pretty low. I think his pants might get them. Your ears hang low. Yeah. Do they wobble to the front? Can you talk? All right. Anyway. Um, so yeah, the B-plot is we find out that Sinister has a chimera with, uh, with Tarn. Um, and the A-plot is the entire Hellions crew A, finding out that Sinister betrayed them, B, finding out that Psylocke betrayed them, and C, accidentally killing the world. (laughs) Um, Because, yeah, well, so, so because um, a gray wolf finds out that specifically Psylocke, it's like, you can find out that Sinister betrayed you, and you're like, yeah, I'm pissed, but, like, obviously... Um, finding out that Psylocke betrayed them to help Sinister just puts, like, Grey Wolf into a fucking, like, like, rage quit, like, berserker mode, and he he creates a whammy cannon out of his own body parts. He, like, disassembles his, like, cyborg parts and makes a a (laughs) fucking cable gun, um, and decides to feed the amino fetus, which is- He doesn't do it on purpose. No, but he He's finds out. To kill it, yeah. We find out about the damnation cycle. Can I just read some of the damnation cycle to y'all? First, we have the abominable germ, which is the conception. Then we have the accursed embryo, uh, which is the writhing into the light. <laughs> and then we have the amino fetus, which is eating, 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 swelling into the lumbering shame. Uh, and then we have the atrocitous infants. Atrocious. Atrocious. I'm sorry. Uh, that's DC. Atrocitus is a DC character. I'm sorry. My bad. Across the stream. So yeah, the atrocious infants. Uh, and it's the enders of all. The infants do not feed on life, but the strands of time. And so the universe finds annihilation. This reads yeah. like a Guar album. Yeah. It really does. It's like With a human. Key. It's like a human bomb that yeah. blows up. It's a baby time. bomb. It's a baby bomb that eats time. Yeah, or the master can cast the infants into the blackness of gravity's heart. Yeah, this is just violence has arrived by Guar. So they, uh, <laughs> they shouldn't have fed him. Is shouldn't the uh, him. is the takeaway here? Yeah, yep. he's, like, fed him. he's like a mogwai that's about to turn into some something else. Yeah, and yeah, and like, and it they, was ugly to begin with. It wasn't a cute mogwai. No, it was a it was a blob. Well, I like how like why. this like fucking this dude's assistant. Just like, yo, I gotta talk to you. Like, yo, this shit ate. And he's like, mother, you, yeah, you guys yeah, have one fucking she, job. She just keeps going like, sir, I, I I, beg thy forgiveness. But he's like, Silas, you fucking worm. And then she's like, Mino fetus ate. And he's like, oh God, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, then he just like pops in. He's like, all right, I gotta put this dude in a black hole. And just like fucking the, zooms him out of and there. Then, and he's just like, all right, see you guys later. And then <laughs> Nanny is like, he's a bad father. <laughs> he's also, a real bad dad going back to this reads like a guar album like his back opens up and oh. he's got like a bunch of even littler ones inside and yeah. they're all chanting gorgor which is just a guar song yeah 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 that's the uh that's the atrocious infants right there uh <laughs> do yourself a favor and go google gorgor by guar well turn uh, log out of your work email and then google <laughs> yeah you'll get it on the list a or you just go to gorgle and <laughs> that shit slaps. Or go to Guarapedia. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So that that brings us to the final conclusion, where um, you know, Psylocke reveals to them why she was helping Sinister, and basically she's like, "Hey, blackmailed me because that's the only copy of my daughter that exists." And 
Then Empath decides to be fucking Empath. What a dickhead. And yeah, he takes over uh, Havoc and turns Havoc into a murderous psychopath who just fucking explodes the whole fucking facility. This Um, isn't Empath being Empath. He's under orders from Emma. Really? He says Emma. What happened with Emma says hello. Wait, where? I missed that. I missed that entirely. You missed where he whispers to Sinister Emma says hello? Oh, I did not put that together. So I am what so happened sorry. was yeah, Sinister right. is trying to become a god, and apparently uh, since Empath was one of Emma's former Hellions, he must have been under orders from her to uh, keep Sinister in check in case anything like that tried to happen. Uh. Oh, yeah, I missed. I I saw the Emma says hello, but did not put that together with what happened. Um, good call. That's yeah. That's a really good key detail that I missed. Um, wow. Yeah, that fucking that that rules. But also, man, Psylocke is not going to be happy about any of this. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. No. <clears throat> no. Um. But yeah. So yeah, havoc. Uh, fucking whammy cannons the whole facility. Uh, killing Psylocke's daughter and ruining the Chimera whole shit. So yeah, fucking fascinating. I can't wait to see where that shit goes. I I just like that there's like more repercussions from uh Tenosaurs because I just want more Racco shit. Like I know they have a whole planet and whatever, but like I want. Yeah, but they're cool. Ten of Swords to have more repercussions. Well, eventually, you know we'll I mean? get to the point where we'll, we'll, we'll finally get Rasputin because she hasn't been in in anything. We yeah, seen no. her we since got this like Hawkbox. super mutant, and then we like haven't seen her. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Well, speaking of um, mutant space territories and and people with the last name Rasputin, <laughs> wow. let's talk about new mutants. That Wait was a... that was sloppy, but I appreciate it. Yeah. He, he <laughs> I, got I there. tried. You did a lot of work there. <laughs> yeah, I, it's been a long day. I was <laughs> really nose has. diving, and I'm just pulling up on the on the the, the thing, and here we are, all leveled <laughs> out. <laughs> so uh, this is this is New Mutants number twenty one by Vita Ayala and Rod Rod Reese. Such a great team. Yeah, they're so fucking good. It's perfect. It's like the the perfect team for for this particular book. I I love how much of like how much it looks like classic New Mutants, like that Bill Sinkovich style. Oh man, yeah, Rodri's fucking nails that Sinkovich style, and, and Vita nails that like soap drama meets horror vibe like yeah. it's yeah like i don't know how they fucking nail that so well like such a weird niche niche to find you know yeah it's pretty fucking great so like uh i guess quick primer um farouk's been fucking with people yep a- and they found the corpse of honey badger aka scout yes a- also a precursor that you need to know and they like possessed her body somehow i i with still no don't girl. know how that works it's the no kids girl. it's the kids that They've been teaching how to use mutant technology, so they're like, yeah, all right, let's just resurrect her ourselves because no one cares about us. Um, so they're using the skills that they're teaching them to kind of go rogue. Um, and like, yeah, so no girl possesses, uh, uh, I almost br- said Laura. Yeah, they bring, the her directly, they bring, Scout. Them, they bring yeah. Scout directly to the five instead of going through the protocol and be like, yo, fucking yeah. help our friend out. Yeah, yeah, and like Scout's walking up going like, hey, I'm dead. Can you fix me? 
And it's like, yeah. What? Take several steps back. <laughs> exactly. I, I also like how they keep, um, every time they use mutant technology in this book, there's like this little box that goes like, explaining it yeah, it's like, like the editor's notes but for that what that technology is it's yeah, yeah it's cool, cool. Yeah. i dig it i love i love that we're showcasing mutant power sets like this i love it i love mutant technology it's my favorite thing yeah absolutely so that's kind of where we are um there's also like a team on the moon cleaning slugs off of the summer's house yeah warpath and crew yeah, Warpath and, and a handful A literal of cleanup crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These slugs are cute. I kind of <laughs> want one. They're fucking cute. Suck up. <laughs> yeah, my first thought was like, why don't they just put a bunch of salt on it? Because like, <laughs> these slugs were getting on the dome and they're like slightly acidic and they almost caused a breach. So I'm like... Just get some Morton salt, put a they ring They literally it. say that. They're like, just kill all the slugs. And then Warpath is like, that's fucked up. We're in their home. Yeah. Uh, they live in space and we don't. So <laughs> Yeah, we're literally yeah, an invasive Summer's species. Yeah, fuck pad here, but we got to take care of these slugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the slugs' fault that they wanted their fuck pad in their, t- yeah. like, yeah. you know, territory. Yeah, they were here before we decided to put a superhero sex dungeon here. So. Exactly. exactly. Also, also, since it's, like, filled with bright colors, the slugs think it's, like, a big version of them. Or like, are they trying to fuck it? They're are they basically trying to-, trying to fuck it. Which <laughs> is awesome. Maybe they think, think it's, like, a mama or something they're trying to get some food it's a queen yeah <laughs> they're trying to get they're trying to slime up on there mm, i'm gonna slime up on this queen slug <laughs> slime slurp, slurp. up on this queen slug slurp slurp that is a sentence that i don't think anyone's ever spoken before <laughs> also it's the name of my only fans <laughs> where we said it here first on tales from the short box that's fucking good queen slug Slime, no, slime up on slime that queen up slug. Up on oh, that queen slug. I think queen slug's a good OnlyFans, too. <laughs> anyway, do you, so, so talk, anyway, do you want to talk about this comic or not? Yeah, I'm uh, not sure. One of, them, uh, one of them goes off to chase after one of the slugs that's getting away and runs into a brood. So we've I got. A, I think his name's Leo. We've yes. got broods. We got, oh shit, we got broods. <laughs> yeah, so, so A team is, is trying to put Scout back together. B team is fighting broods on the moon. I like how their team uh, exercise was supposed to be clean up slugs, and now there's a fucking brood on the moon. It's like, well, yeah. this escalated. Now they quickly. get to kill some giant bugs. Yeah, haven't you ever seen <laughs> Alien? <laughs> yeah, literally the plot of yeah. Alien. It is, yeah. isn't it? So, so back back on Earth, back on Krakoa, the the kid team brings Scout to the five along with um, Rain, and they're like, look. A, something weird is going on with, with Rain, but y'all need to just tell us straight up, are clones okay? Like, are clones part of the resurrection process because everyone's being shady about the details? Yeah, which is what we've been saying from day one, so go us right? on that. Well, they <laughs> I, love their ex- I like their explanation, though. Yeah, that like- leads to an inner office email that's like, look... Yeah, I know we said no dupes. Dupes are uh, is a derogatory term. Uh, clones or ha- uh, have individual. They have individuality. Clones like if, have personhood, yeah, and exactly. we like like 
Clones are allowed. So yeah. We Pre- will resurrect clones. Pre-established clones are good. So we will register Accidentally them as people, creating so a duplicate of a person that already exists is yeah. bad. That's the only thing that we're not doing. But they did resurrect old Cable, so... But they also resurrect Lara. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did that a while ago, right? Also, huh. they just don't give a fuck. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, Scout's kind of like a clone of a clone of a clone, right? It's also like, just literally fuck Maddie Pryor. That's where this this discourse is coming from, because uh, Havoc had a big, drunken scene at the Hellfire Gala where he's like, fucking bring back my demon girlfriend, you fucking bitch. And, like, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. Oh, wait, yeah, what's the deal with clones? And then when... When Scout was concerned, they uh, they were like, "You're fine," and it's, yeah, she's like, "I don't I'm know sure if I fine. am." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like the it seems like the five is kind of like, "Don't worry, we're we're running the we're running yeah, the fucking the five, show now." The five actually care about, about autonomy, whereas yeah. the Quiet Council does not. Like Xavier um, can eat my ass. Yeah, uh, there's. I, I did like like Hope's got the fucking Cerebro on, so like that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's really cool. just like not part of the process. I, now. I love that Hope is is like becoming a character that has. She's becoming the character she always was supposed to be, and it's like right. the savior of mutant kind. Yeah, the literal Jesus of of mutants. I love. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Hope is my favorite mutant. Um, I I speaking of like the like the five having a lot of autonomy or, or like like you know being careful to phrase the fact that like mutants have autonomy there's also a really really cool interaction between um uh moonstar and um karma where they're like just like practicing archery and they're like look something is wrong with rain i know yeah. it i can feel it but also, this is all about second chances, so I don't want to come in half-cocked and, like, not have evidence, but, like, I feel it in my fucking gut. Like, also, how do we give Rain space to, like, let her come to us if she needs help, but, like, if she's actually being manipulated, will she do that? Like, there's a lot of yeah. really good, like, making sure we're, we're respecting boundaries, making sure that we're, like, taking care of people's needs and, like, not witch hunting people just because they used to be evil there's like it's it's such a cool little like conversation that like really takes like oh wow interpersonal relationships on krakoa is really fucking hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a so, lot of moving parts <laughs> so so they get around to it they 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 resurrect scout they're like look if anyone has a problem with it they won't because fuck them because we're the five and we do what we want yeah Basically. so they, they resu- it's right right yeah. they resurrect scout and the first thing Scout does is pop her claws and attack Rain. <laughs> yeah. So Rain yeah. definitely killed her. Well, because well, Rain also has this moment. She's like, uh, yeah, Farouk's fucking with me. I don't remember things. Uh, evidently, I talked to Scout. Don't remember that. And then they resurrect her. And then that happens. She's like, oh, yeah, I probably killed you. I'm very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. So we've got a... How the fuck do you kill like a, a wolverine like i don't that, that's I think, the part that's really I think the why is important and we don't know that yet yeah yeah i think i think she the, figured something out about i think farouk well yeah because she was telling all the kids like hey maybe don't do this and yeah. then they they're like shut up scout and then she died yep. so it's cool though because like like it what's what's interesting to me about the whole waking up from from being resurrected is like she can only remember feelings 
Yeah. Like, well, because she also, she's like, I all I remember is, like, anger and pain, which is new, because she, one of her, like, results of her cloning is that she feels no pain. So, which like, is weird, man. Well, that was, I don't know if you read the Tom Taylor run of um, All New Wolverine. It's fucking excellent. Go read it if you haven't. But that's It's on my whole, list. Her whole character introduction is, hey, Laura has these five clones that all cannot feel pain and most of them don't have a healing factor. So they're literally just like disposable Laura clones. And Ooh, then gross. Yeah. Honey Badger is the only one that has um, the, the, the healing factor and like manages to like undo the um, brainwashing. Uh, but yeah, like they can't feel pain. That's the whole point. Uh, <laughs> so it's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we also keep cutting back to the B team who is just killing giant bugs on the moon, which is like, Dude, Warpath was fucking dope. That, those pages with Warpath. Yeah, Warpath losing his shit was really fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Warpath goes on a Warpath. Yeah, hey. it's fucking awesome. Got him. And like rips a brood in half. And then yeah. and then Brew shows up. Like, oh hey guys, and they're like, hey, do you mind like? Can you I get thought- your boys? Can you? Can you- <laughs> yeah. I like how he's like, yeah, sorry, those are rogue people. I was coming to warn you about them, but now they're all dead, so thanks. Well, this is the first time we've ever followed up on the fact that, that he's king of the brood now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, never, yeah. I was- never have mentioned this it. This nerd is king of the brood, the brood yeah. now. And he's the Fuck best it. nerd now. Brood. He is so cute. I love brood. bird. Yeah, was, I, was, I I got like really like defensive and upset when Warpath was kind of a dick to Brood, yeah. Brood, even though he definitely deserved it for not you know telling anyone that there was a rogue faction. Yeah, of because Broods. because when Broods start to attack, they're like, "No, nah, they're not going to attack us." Brood has them under control. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe send out a fucking memo, my guy. Yeah, maybe uh, send us an email or fucking something. Yeah, yeah. leave a fucking post-it note on the fridge. Fucking, <laughs> a fucking tele telepath Rope memo today. <laughs> Don't watch go out, but, Sector. Uh, but yeah, Br- Brew is one of my favorite parts of Wolverine and the X Men. Like he's one of yeah, my favorite characters in that. Um, go check that out. That's a totally worthwhile series to read. Where's his oh, girlfriend? Yeah. I don't. Where have we even seen her since? She lives in Canada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's to- totally real, you guys. Yeah. She goes no, to a different school. He has a girlfriend. I know. That's I know. the joke. We're kidding. <laughs> she goes to a different school. Um, she's at yeah, Strange no, Academy. I don't know where the fuck she is. Yeah, I don't know. If she's was she did she die? I have no idea. Maybe they just haven't resurrected her yet. Has she died off panel? I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. Like Warpath was kind of like, what the fuck, man? Get your shit together. And I was like, fuck you. Not yeah, cool. Well, he just had to kill a bunch of brood. So I mean, like I, I get it, but also like that's my baby. Don't talk to my baby like that. Don't talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh, we also get this bit where um, Danny and Karma are like filling, um, filling Ileana in on all this. Dude, all she wants to do is just go fuck. She's like, fuck who the up. fuck do I kill? She's I am fucking the- up some Krakoan coffee. Yeah, yeah, I am the war chief. Uh, yeah. Let me let go. Let me war. go. Kill him, please. Let me do it. Like, no. Only if Rain thinks we need help, and then, then Rain's like, uh... it, 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 it was funny because they're they're laying it all on her, and they're like, "Are you even listening to us?" And like, while she's drinking coffee, she's like, "Yeah, Wolf's acting weird. Your biggest nemesis is probably causing it." We circle the <laughs> wagons and confront him. Got it. Like, what else do we need to know? And yeah. it's like, I'm good. Let's just let go. 
<laughs> it, it's funny when I was on franchiseography last night. You know, they put me on the spot and they're like, so who's your favorite mutant? I'm like, well, we're talking about Cable, so it's Cable, but it's also probably Hope. But, like, to who am I kidding? It's Ileana, right? Yeah. Like- <laughs> How is it not Ileana? I mean, I, I, I think this says a lot about me. My two favorite mutants are uh, Kate Pride and Ileana. Um, I personally fall somewhere right in smack in the middle between those two personalities. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Like, I don't know if it's like, it's kind of like, is the chicken or the egg? I don't know if they made me this way or I like <laughs> or, them because I am this way. you are that way. And I definitely am the person I am because of Princess Leia. That is not up for debate. But I'm also wondering if Kate and Italiana had something to do with this. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, w- while they're having this conversation... um, Rain walks in and is like, so I have a problem. Farouk's manipulating me, making me do things. And I think I killed Scout. I think I killed Whoopsies. Scout. I need help. And then Ileana's like, that's all I needed to hear. Uh, when are we going to go kill this asshole? Yeah, she's mm-hmm. literally glowing red with, with war. <laughs> just the emotion is war. fucking war. splash page of Farouk's <laughs> fat fucking face. Yeah, just the ugliest fucking drawing of Farouk I've ever seen. Oh my god. And he's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to have it. It's like, you're gonna die soon, Farouk. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't see him No resurrection for you, well. buddy. Yeah, you're, you're getting, going in a pit. You're, you're going in a deep, dark... <laughs> in the yeah. forever box along with Sabretooth. <laughs> yeah. Forever box. Dude. You know that at some point they're going to pull him out of that shit and he is going to be fucked up. Yeah, because like we He's know... He's going to be a problem that they're going to have to solve. But like we also know that like regular human like solitary confinement drives people insane in very short amounts of time. Like it is not healthy for He's like the human brain to be alone. Not, He's like, in a fucking void. Yeah, it's worse than that. He's literally in a void. Like it, it is the most severe. Like it is. Like they should have just killed him. Yeah, it's so much worse than death. This is, yeah. Uh, like they should have just killed him and so, not resurrected. So like him. honestly, if they bring him out of there and he's not completely clinically insane. Like, bullshit. I call fucking bullshit. So, like, that's a fascinating plot. He was already unstable. Yeah, Yeah, he was just, he was, he was, you know, a sociopath, a psychopath, but, like, not. Yeah, borderline feral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, oof. That's gonna be some bad consequences from that action. it's not gonna be good. But if anyone deserves to be in the fucking forever box, it's it's Farouk. Get yeah. that motherfucker out of here. Yeah. Or just kill him and be like, oh, we don't have to. Like, can we just, can put we him just in the back this? of the line. Like, keep him in the back of the line permanently. He yeah. fucked up his second chair. Like, he just kill him already. Like, yeah, we yeah. Know yeah. I, I knew this. Was, I knew this was going to happen. There were, we were going to be giving second chances to people who probably don't deserve them, and they were going to fuck it up. And yeah. we're going to get some cool stories out of it, at least. At the very yeah, point. exactly. Um, yeah, it's almost like you shouldn't give serial abusers second chances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's done nothing to prove that he's anywhere remotely a good person. <laughs> but he's with people that can handle it as opposed to out in the other, in the, in the normal space with us doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, that is exactly. true. That is true. Yeah, that is very true. But yeah, maybe there should have been like a... Uh, Horrible person parole. I, I like that. that uh, normal, <laughs> we are going normal Marvel universe is normal space. <laughs> we are going long here, guys. All right, let's go. Is it is it me now? It, it is. is. All right. So my comic is Harley Quinn uh, Annual Number One. Um, it's the 
beginning of Fear State for Harley Quinn. Um, anyway, uh, it's written by Stephanie Phillips and drawn by David LaFuente, Mar- uh, Marco Fela, and John Samariva, and the colors by Miguel Mirota. Um, so this issue was adorable. Um, it's so cute. It takes a. It's an annual, so it's kind of like a self-contained um, story, and um, it starts with uh, Kevin and Solomon Grundy beating up Mister or fighting Mister Freeze. <laughs> yeah, beating up is not the no, phrase. They're, yeah, they're He's... not doing the best. <laughs> um. So anyway, they're trying to f- get information because um, the villain keepsake that we saw the last two issues of Harley Quinn, the the new villain, uh, they stole Harley and uh, Kevin and Solomon Grundy are trying to figure out information about uh, where they are. And um, Kevin does this like flashback because Mr. Freeze is like, all right, start at the beginning. Um, so we, we learned that keepsake is this this villain that was essentially a henchman for like every bat villain possible. Like he was specifically started as like a Joker henchman. Yeah, he was like a, he was a Joker yeah. henchman, which is where he learned to like learned about and came to know Harley. And then uh, he like worked for the Penguin and the Riddler and Two Face. And he got well. He worked for and was fired by yeah. all. He was of a terrible. Yeah. He was a terrible henchman. Um, and also just like a creep like everyone is just like that freak would not stop looking at yeah. me uh, get him the fuck away from it's me also, yeah. c- because Kevin has gone to like all these different villains there's this ongoing joke where it's like more like creep's sake and it's like has anyone <laughs> yeah. has anyone done that joke yet and they keep doing that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna stick that's gonna stick it's to hilarious. you um, so he has all these different weapons from all the different uh villains he's got like penguin's umbrella and killer moth's gun and uh like all and, like a uh, mr I- freeze's freeze gun yeah i love that mr freeze is like should have named him fucking kleptomaniac and it's like <laughs> uh, kevin's like i think they're kind of going for like a subtlety is like i was kidding jesus but yeah no he just his whole gimmick <gasps> is steal stealing better villains is like gimmicks yeah He's such a fucking cheese ball the, yeah. this this issue is great because it really gives a lot more development to Kevin, who oh, is yeah, just totally. fantastic. And also, I gotta say, I get like some very strong incel vibes from from Keepsake because he's just like, no one will pay attention to me, and I am entitled to my man's a fucking Joker's joke. love. Yeah, he's pretty he's just a henchman. Get he him out of num- here. He wants to be the number he- number one henchman. It's like, bro. He he wanted to be the number one henchman and like get anyone's attention, and then because he can't, he's just gonna be the bad guy himself. And it's just like, what a fucking tryout. What is he? Twenty one from Venture Brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, but not as cool. <laughs> Which is like, Which is it, yeah, that's a low bar. Something. Low bar. Um, <laughs> I do not need a bag. I'm wearing it home. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, those henchmen get. Amazing character development. They do. <laughs> and anyway, there is no excuse for a jawline. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So we we learned that he uh, he kidnapped Harley Quinn. Um, he like made her go to dinner with him. 
is very weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, incel vibes. Um, Go on a date with me. Because you have to, because I'm blackmailing you. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but we, we get this, like, great, these great scenes of um, Kevin and Sam and Grundy bonding, and it's like, Kevin can understand Grundy's, like, grunts and, like, guttural noises. It's very funny. Yeah, it's awesome, because he's like, he's like, okay, well, our only, like, mutual friend is, like, Harley. Like, our only, like, common bonding ground is Harley, so, like, I guess he'll work with me. I don't know. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's great. It's, it's such a good, weird yeah, friendship. Yeah, this was montage of them going to all the different places they worked. Yeah. I mean, getting to know each other. It was well, great. they keep they keep going to a different villain and being like, go fucking talk to Two-Face. I don't know. And Two-Face well, is like, talk to Riddler. I well, don't know. They all know. have the same story. It's like, yeah, that fucking dick stole yeah, they my all shit hate him. and fired him. Yeah, they all hate him. And it's great. <laughs> it's like, that fucking asshole stole my umbrella. And then <laughs> and painted it orange. I just I love this uh, yeah, yeah. freeze is like, well you know if uh, if he's using my um, gun then I had all my uh, all my equipment GPS tagged and uh, so Kevin's like all right well you know just look it up to see where they are and he's like I could but I won't. Uh, and Kevin's yeah, like, like, listen to me, you fucking frozen bag of shit. You're going to yeah. fucking tell me where the Harley is or so help me. This is like, Jesus, <laughs> all right. Whoa. Yeah. Well, free, to be like, Freeze is being a fucking dick. He is being a dick. Yeah. Well, because Freeze like freezes Kevin and makes him tell him this story. Yeah. Like, this Kevin's whole time, like, yeah, hey, Kevin's man. Kevin's frozen this whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, can I like get out of this block of ice and finish telling you the story. It's really cold. And he's like, okay, and then what happened? Finish your fucking story. He's like, oh, man. It's really yeah, cold. and then we we go to uh, Harley and, and Keepsake. He brought her to Ace Chemicals because of because he's just a cliche. And he, like, t- <laughs> he, like tied her up and was telling her. Well, he rebuilt Ace Chemical. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. a facsimile. Oh, right. Just, like, yeah, because so she, she burned it down in Tiny's. Man, boy. She burned it down in Tiny's run. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, was it, she, um, oh, he, he gives that whole dumb speech about how she can't be anything other than a villain. Um, yeah. And then she, uh, breaks free and, and beats the snot out of him. Um, um do, do y'all think awesome that- Awesome action pages. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I love the art. Um, mm-hmm. do y'all think that Keepsake is kind of an analog for, like, those asshole fans that are just like- I never want anything to change ever, and anything mm-hmm. that changes is is ruining my childhood. I kind of oh, get that vibe. Or like, specifically like yeah. so the far that they would rebuild Ace Chemical, or like specifically yeah. the people that don't want Harley to progress as a character. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It seems like that's been a pretty big theme in this run so far. It's like Harley isn't allowed to evolve at all. It's just like I'm fucking sick of this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me be a person for yeah. fuck's sake. And yeah, she even says it like I'm really sick of this Joker shit right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Being defined by your ex, not a vibe anyone wants. It's also, Get the fuck out of here. It's also with funny that. because no. Harley falls into the the acid, but uh, she's like, I'm pretty sure it's just water. He dyed green. <laughs> he didn't even do it right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, a, what a fucking. I mean, shit. I wouldn't loser. want any of my exes being defined by me, let alone. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be so fucking lucky. And then Harley's okay? like, "You guys really spent no, all day man. looking for me." <laughs> and it's adorable. Yeah, it's, and they, gr- yeah, Grundy and Kevin finally save, you know, show up to save yeah. them, which is great. And then they they do a group hug, and then she's like, "Get in here, solving Grundy." It's so adorable. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and in order to get the GPS from uh Mr. Freeze. Oh my they, god, that's they, right. They they have to um agree yes. to one circumstance and RJ oh, they have to be clowns at Mr. Freeze's niece's wedding. <laughs> Or I love birthday party. Yeah, birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just wearing these big pink ears. He's giving it's children so piggyback rides. So Dude, good. I wish people had clowns at their weddings. I'd go to more weddings. Oh my god, <laughs> that's fair. Be uh, bold. Do, be, get out. Get a clown at your wedding. <laughs> do it. You <laughs> won't be you a cowards. hell of a party. And then we we learn that keepsake isn't dead because of course. Um, yeah. Yeah, because now he's, he's just going to be full on uh, knockoff. Joker. But he's got like a bane mask. And yeah, he just, like, he right. just painted everything orange, and that's did, his yeah. entire. What a fucking asshole! I hate this guy so much. Just, just call him uh, construction worker. <laughs> I, I liked that. Uh, showed uh, Harley was like, "Well, Kevin, you you and Solomon Grundy really had a good like PI thing going on. Grundy, do you think you can grow a Selick stash?" <laughs> and I was like, "Now I want to see that. Now they have to do that." Yep, that yep. would be great. But this issue was adorable. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. So cute. And now for something completely different. <laughs> yup. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Yeah. Very different vibe than our previous three. So let's see what we can do here. Uh, it's going to be the many deaths of Alayla Star, chapter five, number five, by Ram V and Felipe Andrade. Uh, this would be the end of our story with Lila, aka Death. Um so it kind of opens That's up a kick ass um, aka man. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know if it gets much better than that. Uh kind of we can all hope to be so lucky to have in that this, alias. Uh, like this small ocean town where you know this uh this little girl finds a dog that's that's hurt under this debris and brings him to this house where they know like you can bring animals and they'll this guy will take him in and uh help him help him out no matter what basically no matter what the cause is but yeah he like brings in strays and and, uh only stray animals but won't bring in stray people (laughs) which he makes very clear because the girl wants to make sure he's okay he's like no you gotta go i'll take care of him he's gonna be fine but you you gotta get out of here um and now we we catch up with uh lila who's just flown in to kind of go see somebody, which I believe is uh, to go see Darius. Uh, she buys a book of poetry to kind of calm her nerves as she's flying because she's still nervous because every time she does anything, she just seems to die. <laughs> Yo, can I just also talk about how stressed I was that the whole time... Okay, so we've, we've established that the formula is Layla shows up and then whoever Darius is with dies, right? Um, it seems to be that happens, yes. So... I immediately got like John Wick PTSD for this puppy. I was like, <laughs> no, this no, fucking, this fucking puppy better survive this issue, or I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, Lila gets to this home, and it's the same home that the puppy is being rescued. We find out that this old man that's rescuing all these animals is indeed Darius, and he's like, "Hey, come on in. I remember you. Let's. I've been waiting for you. Let's fucking do this." And he like basically twenty eight like, years or something, however long it's been. He's basically like, "I went and tried to find you." I, and it kind of goes through each issue where he last met them to try to find. He's like, "I don't know what the hell I was fucking thinking. Like, I didn't think you'd be there. I was just like, I didn't know what else to to do." But he really 
wanted to apologize because he didn't last time they saw him he like just freaked out and cursed her name well i mean she did kind of was at least partially responsible for his wife dying. So. Yeah, he had when he had just lost everybody. Like, yeah, he had and his all that. He stuff. just put it together that every time he loses someone, it's her fault. She's around, or at least she sh- has shown up. It's not necessarily her fault. Yeah, she's either a death omen or death, yeah. It's probably and, closer to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because she didn't mean to, but exactly. yeah, it would make sense that the reincarnation of death maybe has destruction follow her in her wake you know right um and then basically she's like look i've been following you your whole life i was trying to kill you as a baby i gotta stop you from creating the cure to death like from a eternal life and he just starts fucking laughing um (laughs) what a good reaction he's like uh yeah i already i already figured it out it's been in it's been in that shoebox for like 30 years (laughs) (laughs) yeah i figured it out and i put it on the shelf and forgot about it. I think next to my X Men cards. Yeah, right. Because I think he he did it and then realized like then he went out and just kind of like had a normal day and a normal life and he's like you know what I I don't well I not don't just a normal day he he after he found the he kinda, secret to he immortality did like the last day of your life type yeah, of thing he did yeah. yeah he went through and did he he like stopped and smelled the roses like yeah. in a way that like he's like i saw a movie by myself i yeah. ate some cotton candy i did shit I've, i haven't done in like years I and pissed years. on the carpet because who's gonna stop me uh, right exactly that's a little bit more <laughs> nihilistic Is i that think just me <laughs> yeah, yeah just you. So. uh but yeah like yeah, he found the secret to immortality and it made him realize he wanted to live before he died. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of a moment. It's, it's yeah. yeah and then it's, he, it's, uh, yeah, then we just kind of get a glimpse into the last few years. Basically, his research into this, he alienated his son. Um, but then, like, Lila and Darius, they just kind of like become friends. And they're just, like, hanging out. Like, basically, she didn't tell her to leave, and she didn't really want to go. So, like, now they're, like, just taking care of animals together, just living in this town. And then eventually, like, you know, she does re- he does reveal that he's dying. But then he kind of finally kind of gets him to reconcile with, um, with his son. And at that point, once his son's there to kind of take care of him in his last couple days, right before she leaves, he tells her, you know, you know kind of like, thanks, but, um... If you don't mind, can you clear out that shoebox in the closet, <laughs> which <laughs> contains the secret to eternal life? <laughs> and she just kind of grabs it, and she has this moment with the the god of life that's been resurrecting her. And as she's like dropping this box in the ocean, it's like I have this weird feeling, even though she's death, like my friend is dying, and there's nothing I can I could do about it. And I'm just gonna kind of let this secret go because it's better for them. Because she's learned basically how to be human, yeah. and that that death is better to it. It's better that it exists than to not. Yeah, it. it I love that the the moral of this whole book is that life is only beautiful because of death. Yeah, it's like perhaps it is enough to remember at stories and the miracle that was simply to have lived. That's wow. like the final piece of that's like the final panel. So like that's, that's beautiful, what this, man. Yeah, that's yeah. What no, this, this book, book was is about. there's a lot of like actual poetry in this book, but yeah. also this book is just poetry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Life is I, only beautiful because of death. That is awesome. I you know You're what welcome. I want that on that, my tombstone. That, all right, I I came up with Adam Suitstone. Go me, I did it. Well, Ram V came up with the concept. I put it into those words. You you made you made it into an epitaph. I think that's a concept that's explored 
mostly outside of Western culture. Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, I think The Good Place is probably the most recent example. Um, probably the closest, example. but like Eastern culture, death is usually, it's not... It's, it's a, not the end. It's a celebration. It's very rarely the end. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Death. Death is just a part of the it's cycle. Part, and it's, it's a part of your journey. It, yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful thing that happens. It's not this terrible tragedy. Ramon. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Ramon Twitter put up some of his influences just for like his work and like for Layla Star. And one of them was Day Tripper, which is my favorite comic of all time. And it's that like, makes sense. Yep. The same vibe. Yeah, yeah very much. This, yeah, the, the beautiful poetry that is both of those books. Yeah, Holy they, shit. They, they, yeah RJ the, the gave me a copy of, of Day Tripper a couple of years ago, and it changed me. Yeah, it's yeah. a great book. Yeah, yeah. yeah highly this recommend. definitely gave me, definitely scratches that same itch. You know, mm-hmm. like that's going to give you that same vibe. Unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's only five issues. I wish this was a little bit longer because I, I, I do also wish it was longer, but it's definitely one of those books, you know, like Death, it has to have an ending. Um, no, it's like, even like a yeah. there. even like a like a a mini that was like maybe ten issues or something. Just because I really enjoyed it, but yeah, obviously at five, it's still very powerful and very good. Yeah, um, I I find myself thinking back to some of the older issues and like still kind of being haunted by them, like in a beautiful way. Like the yeah, there's some really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can't like, recommend this series enough. Yeah, I think it was the second issue where like Darius is like raised by like the, the groundskeeper. groundskeeper. Yeah, yeah, that's like, probably my favorite issue. That one and and. Uh, the the one in the feather factory are both like mm-hmm. the, the, the pillow factory. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like really just gorgeous imagery, gorgeous like message, like the the poetry of the actual story and the uh his narration, the art, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and the art, the stylized art is is fantastic for for the story that he's telling. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Fucking, fucking perfect. This, yeah, uh, I really enjoy it, this. Like I said, just upset it's over, but, you know, look out for the trade if you haven't been reading this. It's a really good one to read altogether, for sure. I, I'm really excited to give it another reread all at yeah, once. So, um, please check it out. So, that's that's what I gotta say about that. Hell yeah. It's gonna make you, it's gonna make, it's gonna make you feel shit, so buckle in. Feels <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh. Alright. Uh, so now we can move on to shout outs. Shouts. Um, so my shout out is The Last Annihilation Wiccan Hulkling by Anthony Oliveira, Jan Basaldua, and Rochelle Rosenberg. Roseberg. Um, so this is. Oh, it is Rosenberg. I just typoed. My bad. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so not only is this a continuation of the Last Annihilation storyline, which we've talked about, which is just Dormammu and, you know, uh, spreading mindless ones everywhere, but there's also kind of a continuation to um, the Hulkling and uh, Billy story that we've been getting um, uh, that started with Empire, and which they actually had Anthony... Oliver write that as well and he gets to yeah, write this one. he wrote the Hulkling he wrote the Hulkling one Yeah, the Emperor right? Hulkling which was technically yeah. a, a Hulkling and Wiccan story also. Oh yeah, totally. Right. But this yeah. one, uh, so like I'm glad he gets to revisit the characters. Also, Marvel needs to give him a full-time comic job because he's an amazing writer. Hell yeah, he is. This book is so cute. Um, it's so fucking so cute. So this story is one about the last annihilation story with them trying to stop Dumarmu and um Wiccan trying to f- reforge uh 
Hulkling sword that broke. It's like a famous. It's like a. It's like a space Excalibur. Mm. Um, yeah, it it specifically disrupts magic. Yeah. So having that break when you're trying to fight Dormammu is a bad yeah. call. Don't so do that. That's, Don't lose that. That's sword. Wiccan's story of of him trying to. He actually meets with Dormammu and uses Dormammu's like fire in his skull to reforge the sword, which is dope. That is metal as fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's how. Hulkling is um, with a sword and the guardian. So like all of Ewing, whatever Ewing's writing at the moment. Um, Mm. Also, he's with Avalanche, which I don't know how fucking Avalanche from the Brotherhood is randomly there, but it led to literally my favorite moment in a comic this week where Avalanche like shakes a platform with his powers and Hulkling accidentally falls and he's like oh great Avalanche you finally get some decent work and the first thing you do is you throw the king of the cosmos into the into a, a pit and it's like if anyone if anyone hears this it's my name is Richter and he just blames the other <laughs> earth shaking mutant it's the funniest thing it's, it's I had fantastic. to put the book down and stop laughing because that like a couple panels later isn't someone like if I ever get that fucking Richter guy I'm gonna kill him <laughs> it should cut to like Richter just at a bar somewhere and someone just clocks him in the head yeah. <laughs> that, that's the after credit scene to yeah. this but, book uh, yeah. it, it's great and then so the B story with all those other A stories that's the last annihilation part is the story of uh, Wiccan and Hulkling first meeting and so learning cute. to like uh, just deciding to go on a date but like how both pe- like they in their school like, the bullies were homophobic because of course they were um, yeah but classic uh hulkling was that's, like a f- that's redundant all bullies are homophobic i think Ho- uh <laughs> but hulkling was a football player like on the team with the bullies and so he's like it's him kind of learning to like stand up not only for himself but for wiccan and it's it's really good it's really touching and i i loved it um so yeah the there's a lot of story and they in go this back book. they also go back and like kind of re-reference like their vowels because it said like you don't have you like yeah. you're never alone. Let that's the deal. Also, like, yeah, there's like there's this, a lot of really good. Uh, there's this it. amazing scene where we learn that their wedding bands are fucking the Nega Rings. Yep, <laughs> which is the the bands that um, Captain the original Captain Marvel used. Uh, Rick Jones, you you clang them together and it, you uh, summon Captain Marvel. Um, so I was just gonna make a Captain Planet joke, but that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah, only yeah. one person, but, but yes, but like you're close. they they got uh, so like the original Captain Marvel was Hulkling's dad. So there's this really uh, who you know he also passed away um, from cancer, and he's one of the few Marvel characters that's like never come back. Anyway, um, the Nega Bands, uh, Hulkling kind of talks about how it's like one of the only things that is a memory of his father and they got turned into a bomb at one point and these rings are the only like surviving piece of the negabands and um that they it's you know so something that was like really important the hulkling got turned into this horrible uh weapon of destruction but then now kind of reclaimed by hulkling and wiccan as a testament to their marriage and it's, it's really awesome and an interesting uh piece of marvel lore 
now. Uh, but yeah, th- this book was great. There's tons going on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot. Yeah, it's it, super good. It's though. one of those ones where, like, right before we started recording, it's like, I don't know if we could do this as a full pick because it'll take an hour yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, that's a great transition to both of my shouts. Um, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So I have, first we're going to go with Infinite Frontier number five by Joshua Williamson, Paul Pelletier, Jesus Marino, Tom Derenick, uh, colors by Hi-Fi and inks by Norm Rappand, Raul Fernandez and Tom Derenick as well. Um, wow, so that's everybody. That's everybody. But yeah, it's a psycho it's, pirate. Oh, we get some Psycho Pirate. We get it, it's it's gone to full DC event. Uh, Psycho Pirate is giving his full like villain speech. Uh, it is the yeah. The, it's basically fuck Earth Zero. Yeah, well, fuck Earth Zero because they've been fucking all of us. Because they've been fucking the multiverse, and they don't give a fuck. So fuck you guys. Well, they, they, they literally can't give a fuck. It's <laughs> pretty because much the they don't even speech. they don't even know the changes that they're making to these other worlds. Exactly. So it's kind of like wow, way to blame this other fall. Goddamn. But yeah, uh, we find out that uh, director Bones and um, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, it's Doctor Bones. Dr. Bones. DR Bones. <laughs> Dear Bones. Um, What's his face? He doesn't have a face. He's Dr. Bones. Uh, nailed it. Um, no, uh, Machine Head. Machine Head and, and Machine Dr. Bones Head? have both... They were uh, they were recruited into the Justice Incarnate and have been working for them the whole time. So this is like the big, like... It's a big reveal. Boss battle. This is a bi- it's the uh, big reveal and the big boss battle. Um, so, like... Oh, no, this a- is the boss battle before the boss battle. Ah, uh, yeah, this is the mini boss because yeah. uh, we, it all leads up to Darkseid. Um, there's a lot of shit going on here. I really would like to get into it. Dude, there's but a lot I- of fighting. There's some flashes running. Ooh, flashes and- running. Uh, Roy is the Black Lantern. He just, like, com- commits to it. Uh, Which yeah, was yeah. apparently not what Bad he should call. have done. Bad call because now he is the Omega Lantern for Darkseid. That's how it ends. I don't like that. Well, that's it. a lot. A lot of um, words. Yeah, there's so many words in this. Uh, it's it's, it's gorgeous, very good. Though. It's gorgeous. Uh, we find out that there's two chases. There's an alternate reality chase. Uh, who Dr. is working for alternate for Bones. reality, Doctor Bones? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's yeah, fucking great. Um, go read it. Um, and you know, while we're at big uh, big two events, uh, my other shout is Dark Ages number one by Tom Taylor. I I'm on. Iban, Iman Coelho, and Brian Reber. The power went out. Iban. Uh, huh? Said the, yeah, the power pa- went out. The power went out. This this issue is the power went out, the story. Um, uh, on Earth. On Earth, yeah. Well, <laughs> essentially, Earth was just a cage for this, like, mega beam. Oh, Dark Ages. Got it. Jeez. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, what did they call this And now Adam is here. <laughs> I'm caught up. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Um yeah, there's this this big old oh, They just bad... called it the living machine and it unmade worlds and galaxies. It's like, "All right, Europe. maybe you should have made that shit, bro." Yeah, don't make don't make that. That's not good. Um but yeah, basically the living tribu- tribunal said this thing's got to go. Put it in prison. Prison became Earth. Yeah, and the it's just of been a, a newly formed world, yeah. Yeah. So it's just been asleep this whole time. It wakes up and starts like demolishing the planet. Like there's just like cataclysmic disasters happening all over. So they're like, mm-hmm. "All right, we got to go into the center of the world to kill this thing." The way they do that is opening a portal 
to a dimension that is just an EMP dimension to like shut it down. Mm-hmm. But in the course of opening that that dimension, Doctor Strange dies. So the portal is just open permanently. So permanent EMP for the whole planet. Uh, <laughs> per- uh, perma EMP. Yeah, perma P stands for perm- permanent. That's yeah. that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was very good. It was like it, it's it's literally this is like it feels like the prequel issue to the event because now the event is just like how does the planet exist with no electricity? Well, yeah, the end of it's like and then came the apocalypse. It's like oh, then came the apocalypse. Got it? Yeah, yeah. because then because because as this thing woke up, a bunch of different people felt it at different times, like and in uh, different ways. Yeah, and in different yeah, like this, everyone with spider sense was just like fuck, <laughs> yeah, and and. Uh, Apocalypse was just like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, cool. Interesting. Sick. He's like, I'm gonna uh, need four of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he creates a new... Well, it looks like he uh, got six. Yeah, he got six, uh, 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 what are they called? Um, Horsemen. Horsemen, thank you. It looks like, like he's got a Hulk, a beast, some person with some big-ass fingers, <laughs> Reed Richard, uh, a Fantastic Four, some kind yeah. of symbiote. And is, Ste- that, is that Lady Deathstrike? That's Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, How dare you disrespect our Lady Deathstrike? And then steam-powered Iron Man. <laughs> <It's> fucking awesome. <laughs> steam. Um. But yeah. So that's uh. It's a really cool start. Um. Uh, but since it was a lot to unpack, I think uh. There's there's more to come that I think we could. Yeah. It, for it, sure. Yeah. We could we could dive into this book a little bit more in depth later on. Before we get too far uh, away from this book, I do want to shout something out here in the shout out section of the show. Ah, yes, please do. I see what you did there. (laughs) I don't know if you guys knew this, but we have a Discord where you can you can join the uh, the multitudes of the masses of folks who listen to Dueling Genre podcasts. We're still trying to nail down a name for who those people are. One of our more vocal listeners on the uh, on the the Tales from the Shortbox channel and Discord, uh, Zunami. I wanted to shout out. Shout out to Zunami because. Their panel of the week this this week was right out of this book. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. It's a great it's a great panel because there's like essentially because the spider sense goes off. Peter's like, I gotta go deal with this, and then like leaves to save the world, um, leaving um, MJ and their daughter May uh, with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and their daughter. And it's like really, if you're gonna be safe anywhere, I would say it's with that crew. Um, yep. But. The building that they're in collapses, and and you know Peter Parker being l- just like a perpetual agent of sorrow and grief. Um, yeah, he runs just up. assumes that everyone's dead. Oh, of course, yeah. So yeah. he runs up to this like collapsed building, and and imagining the worst, like lifts rubble off and finds May just holding the building up and saving everyone inside. <laughs> yeah, like he's done how many times at this point? Yeah, yeah exactly. But she's just like da da. It's, it's really cute. Um, <laughs> Good old Mayday so, yeah. Parker. Yeah. Yeah. So in a book that is just like nothing but apocalypses, uh, it was pretty cool to see May save the day just like yeah. on instinct. Some cute little moments after. Yeah. Shit got fucked. Yeah, up. and then and the whole plot is being told by Peter, like sitting around a fire telling the story, presumably to May, and you know other and people. whatever so, heroes she's now working with. But you yeah. too can be like tsunami and and get in on our Discord and show us what you think is the panel of the week each week. And hey, yeah, I've really we been might liking even talk that. about that book, and we might even shout you out like we did tsunami. So hell yeah, yeah, come talk to us. 
Yeah, I, I started I started that trend on Twitter. Zunami took the torch. I have been failing miserably because <laughs> the work is just bullshit crazy right now. But hey, um, if there were more of you on Discord, it'd be more hell fun. Hell yeah, exactly. Like yeah. everyone come show us your, your favorite book, your favorite panel, you know, what you liked, what you think we should be talking about. Like there's a whole... Tales from the Short Box channel in there, and we would love to hear from you. And, no and bring up something embarrassing that maybe I said in a show. Uh, yeah. Publicly yeah, correct shaming. us. Correct so us if we miss... Yeah, Come. honestly, we make a lot of mistakes if we ever misgender yeah. someone and you, you you catch it. If you feel like a ghost and you're screaming at your podcast and you're like, these fucking idiots yeah. don't know this we, thing. We have the cure for that feeling, and it's called our Discord. I'm going to put a, <laughs> uh, a link to that in our episode description. Come talk to us about comics panels mistakes ear testicles <laughs> there ain't no party i know like you said ear testicles discord party but it sounded like you said your yeah, testicles uh, don't talk to me about your testicles and don't ear show ever. us uh, that's not the place <laughs> i didn't that. ask to show just talk to us about them yeah <laughs> talk about your we ear gotta balls. set these boundaries i mean if you don't set these yeah. boundaries <laughs> rj has left the chat <laughs> <laughs> so with that let's move on to our top story thank god hell yeah oh, we have we have one of those <laughs> batman fear state alpha yeah we got to talk about our, our top story it's our only way out of this so here oh, we are oh, shit man. Is, and shit it's and scary. it's it's the beginning of the end of the titan run it's fucking scary it's so well done because not only is it like what he's been leading up to with his whole run it is also tying in the future state, which we knew things were, like, coming in that, like, were, oh, the magistrate and the peacekeepers yeah, and all really this shit. Yeah, it's really building the foundation. It's building the foundation, but, like, no one has straight up said future state yet, and this book does. And it's like, oh, shit, this is literally... Well, it says fear state a lot. It says fear state, um, because it is... All right, so let's get into it. Um, this this uh, issue starts out with um, uh, Simon Saint of Saint Industries paying a shitload of money to get a private room uh just to talk uh, to fucking just crane. to talk yeah to talk to dr crane aka scarecrow and crane is just like uh what the fuck do you want you fucking clown um and essentially the thing that simon saint is interested in is scarecrow's research and and academic work which gets he's like i'm listening and <laughs> yeah, stroke that ego <laughs> yeah he specifically he said hey and he's like oh I love uh, Haley. He's my favorite. Um, no, that's one of his stipulations. Yeah, I, I love how he puts out. Which a, is somehow weird. <laughs> the list of all the shit that he uses, he's like, I'm going to need a fuckload of straw and some rope. Chemicals, chemicals, <laughs> dangerous chemicals, weapons. Yeah, he's pretty, rope. Yeah, he's pretty much like, I read all your papers about societal fears, and he's like, the fear state theory? He's like, uh, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I did the, the Leo pointing at, <laughs> the, at the TV beam a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah, um, I get so yeah, excited yeah. when people say the title of the thing. Which again, this whole conversation it's such a is stupid like, thing that I love. Yeah, the whole conversation <laughs> is just like, "Hey, remember that theory you thought of?" He's like, "Yeah, I know the theory." And Simon Saint's like, "Hey, remember Gotham? It's like that city that you theorized. Do you want to do that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he basically says he's like. Uh, you, you outlined a way to help society evolve by delivering a tremendous shock to its system. And he's like, yes, but like, number one, you would need a, a city that is like on the brink of collapse because of how terrified it is. Yeah. And, and, um, there's no, you're not going to be able to control whatever exists on and the other like, side. He's um, like, uh, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. I have all of the money and the resources and the and government then, in my back pocket. And then bitch. Simon Saint was like, all right, I'll give you all this stuff. 
if you look as cool, if not cooler, than your video game version. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. You have to come up with the sickest fucking costume, and he yeah. delivers. This is definitely yeah, the best I, scarecrow design ever. Absolutely. Oh my god, it's so it's fucking awesome. Cool. I really like his uh, hat, and I want one. Um, <laughs> yeah. His Halloween vo- costume. It's a perfect Halloween costume in, in fucking COVID because you're yeah. wearing a gas mask. So Also, it's you a perfect be- hat for the beach, I think. Uh, Ooh. Mm. Yeah, so you just, just cut big, to big cut to next week. Hat. Adam on the beach, At, dressed be reading in full. this on Everyone the beach, with running away from him. Scarecrow's hat, <laughs> having a really hard time flipping the pages <laughs> with those long s- syringe no, fingers. Like, I didn't stuck. say I don't want the whole ensemble. His, his, I just no, like his hat. I, his finger needles I, are like stuck in the books. He's like in the pages. Yeah, he's like flipping the pages, it, kind yeah. of. Uh, no, you you have to wear the full get up on the beach or or nothing. Well, that's nothing. I suppose. Although nothing. Thing. I don't think anyone do you, wants to see that. Why do you hate fun? Why do you hate it? I like the other last thing. He was basically like, oh, if it works, tell him it was fucking me. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, you can't just use my shit yeah. and not, t- and not give me credit. Um, just going full fucking I, evil guy. I love, I love it. I love this shit because, like, Scarecrow at first is very skeptical because he's like, how are you going to find a city that is just on the brink of, of paranoia meltdown? And then Simon Saint's like, oh, you know, the murder, the city was just overrun by murderous clowns less than a year after a foreign strongman in a mask conquered the city government. Yeah, the the other big thing that they mention, and I think it it comes up later in this issue, is um, Crane wants Mad Hatter's tech. He's like, yeah, Mm. Tetch, he's fucking crazy, but his tech works. And I want that mind control shit, because I think that's eventually what kind of pushes people over the edge. Uh, later on in the issue i think so he wants that and now he's got this new fear toxin apparently that's just better which is never good (laughs) oh that's what he he like uh hits um peacekeeper one and uh batman right like right away like direct dose of the new fear agent yeah, and I think that's what we've been seeing snippets oh, of throughout yeah. the issues with, Bat- oh, yeah. with Batman stuck with Scarecrow. Yeah, the really Batman cool. um, uh, story uh, glue, uh, whatever that's called. The uh, <laughs> there's a there's a fucking story word for glue. it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's the framework that tells the story. Anyway, story. <laughs> but I just love they do a great job. And then right after this, they do a really good job of basically running down everything that's happened and also and and what's led to this and gets you way fucking caught up and it's great yeah there's there's like just two whole pages of the news explaining um like the insanity collective and how like and you can kind of decipher that like like oh yes the insanity collective is bombing the city hall and is like doing all this shit and just like oh yeah no that's the government uh yeah like if to- you've been reading batman at all it's like oh there this is not true at all yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> also it, um, it's amazing that i can read a story like this one where you have a demonic scarecrow with fear gas and he's trying to restart society and i'm like this is kind of just like what's happening right now <laughs> yeah i don't know if that says a lot about us or about yeah, it's Gotham. Not good when we get to the point where we Both. we're like you know what gotham's a lot like what i live every day <laughs> i mean it is <laughs> it is good. absolutely tynan's like like purpose to like draw a direct line oh, between yeah. like brought gotham to be more realistic than it's ever been 
Which is insane because there's a tech anarchist ne- next collective. Next issue, Bruce that- is going to be doing flips into the flooded highways. <laughs> <laughs> this is just, okay. this is literally Dude. for us now. I'll fucking, I would fucking die. I would, I would die, die if that's I anywhere would die. in this story. It'd be so good. Yeah, he teams up with Gritty to take down. Also, I kind of I kind of like in these two pages, like, they're going through all the news and then they show Peacekeeper 1 and the art style and everything. My man looks evil as fuck. Yeah, I love, there's Holy one point later shit. on where Peacekeeper, where, where um, Simon Saint is just losing his fucking mind because part of what happened oh God, is that- Oh that's so good. Yeah. yeah, so part of what had happened was- um, That's like right after this, Simon Saint, Simon Saint assumed that Scarecrow was on his side. Which is not a thing you should yeah, ever and fucking the assume. The second he had the chance, Scarecrow was like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, this <laughs> is all mine. You have nothing. So uh, he doses Peacekeeper One with the fear toxin, as we mentioned earlier. And Simon Sand is like, "What the fuck? Where is he? We just we just put our fucking soldier mm-hmm. that like I spent m- multi millions of dollars convincing." This stupid city that he's like their cute and cuddly vigilante, which I don't know what about that design says cute and cuddly. Yeah, Holy shit, dude, he's terrifying. He's terrifying. <laughs> um, he's he's literally like I guess I guess cute and cuddly in the sense that like America loves heavily armed paramilitary <laughs> police for dude, some reason. He's like he's like my favorite the, builder he, bear. Yeah, he's just like he's armored Batman with red eyes and guns. Like he's yeah. like he's the Punisher and he, Batman, but just like looks demonic. And with like yeah, like a Casey Jones mask and glowing crazy. red eyes. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Um, wow, this but is yeah, just so like someone someone had a whole box of broken action figures and made yeah. this guy. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, so he says I bought the best PR back package money can buy to help sell Peacekeeper One to Gotham City as a cuddly friendly hero they could all trust. And now I'm supposed to accept that he's hopped up on fear toxin, armed with top of the line military grade battle technology, and we have no means of tracking him. And, and they're like, and they well, do- sir. Yeah, I love the guy's response. He's like, well, you you said you wanted it to be overzealous in health, so we can't find him. And he's like, yeah. you're, you're supposed to fucking build a back up, yeah. you fucking asshole. No, he's, like, he's like, you should have put a back door in. It's like, why do I have to say this shit out loud? Like, yeah, it's so uh, funny. But also, you know if there was a back door, Batman could track him down. And that's down. why they didn't put yeah. one in. That's why they didn't yeah. do it. They're like, exactly. if, it, if, if there is any way to track him down, Batman will do it, yeah. so there's no way to track him down. I do love we didn't this. assume he would go rogue. I, I, I needed toxic. someone to stand up and say, where was that in the requirements for this? When we right, were- that would have been so funny. Um, I, th- I like in this, I think if most of Titans run, any curse word is just little bats. Oh yeah, yeah it's great. It's, yeah. it's a nice little, it's like a nice little, because uh, like the next scene is Montoya and that's half of her speech bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my oh, brain my just goes bats, 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 it's, bats, It's bats. great when, <laughs> it's great when, uh, like last issue where Harley was like, mess with the bat family, you get a fucking bat to the face. Get it? Bat? <laughs> bat family? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's so good. yeah. And then like Montoya's talking to the mayor is like, uh, can you get this shit under control? And he's like, nah, they're gonna take over. And he's like, can they do that? And <laughs> he's like, yeah. And Montoya's like, Are you you piece of shit. I only worked yeah, for you uh, because I thought you were different. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, oh yeah, the magistrate is taking over the airwaves. Uh, yeah, basically fuck. get all the old walkie-talkies because uh, we need to figure out because people are gonna start freaking out because no one can communicate and there's a giant spaceship in the sky because i think <laughs> i think everyone's on fear toxin because like i don't know if that's but i think or that's is that saints no, no. that's saints ship, okay. right so as of right now yeah that saints 
Saint's ship is literally just like a floating fortress in the sky because yeah. that's the only place that it's hard for Batman to get to to take them down. Yeah. Um. So that's number one. Number two, instead of actually having fear toxin in the city, he's just convinced everyone that they need to be scared of everything. Yeah. Therefore, they are. So they don't even fucking need fear toxin to just go into full fucking which panic. Is, which when is the, like theory. And then it, that's the whole fucking wait, point. So they're he's not just even like, I can on just, the nightmare LSD. N- not yet. I mean, well, Batman Pe- and Peace Peacekeeper are, one and the, Batman are. The, yeah. The city as a whole uh, okay. are just being been whipped into a frenzy, basically. Yeah. They're which, turning as on we've themselves. seen, is not fucking hard to do. Yeah. Well, we the, are just monkeys so, with wait thumbs, a minute. Wait a minute. So, so is... <laughs> is Scarecrow just Q? Like a literal fucking straw man? Let's, let's literally let's not go that far. No, no, let's, let's not go down that's that That's the fucking hole. point, my dude. That's what he's doing. Like it is literally just like, oh, this agent of chaos has has no, the people more, at his it, fucking fingertips. I think it's different because he's. I don't think it is. Dude, James Tynion is fucking awesome at this. Like yeah, Scarecrow's is. goal is basically he thought of an idea that could literally make everyone just fall into fear and it would collapse and it would just be chaos. He's not doing it for any other reason for being that other than like. Why do you? Right. think Q is doing anything personal glory exactly. and power come on dog scarecrow ain't doing it for that shit he's, he's an intellectual he just wants to be right i think Q is doing it to just be bullshit chaos shitball like yeah. i think that's all that is too i think it's just like look at how look at me fucking destroy everything it's not out of any set of like morals or ideas yeah doesn't believe a goddamn thing he's saying he just wants to fuck right, but with I think it that's, scarecrow believes everything he's saying he wants to do this. He's he doesn't believe that everyone needs to be afraid. He, why does he, he keep believes- fucking make people afraid with his time? Like, are you serious? Like, that's his whole. Okay, no, that's no, no, his- no. That, right, that yeah, is yeah. his whole shtick. No, no, no. I mean, like, he's telling people like, there's toxin in the air right now, he's and not, you can't believe that, your that was, you can't trust your but, brother but or there, sister. He's, that's his he's, theory, though. He's lying to them that there's toxins in the air, but there's also like UFOs and shit. So it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I I guess there might not even be a UFO in the air. Like that's when people start to fucking lose well people mind. are like well yeah, we can't trust scarecrow yeah no he's he's so made them doubt toxin. he's made them doubt their own reality yeah therefore he doesn't believe that yeah. you and know now what I'm they're saying? all like, out there drinking horse medicine and fucking panicking yeah exactly i don't want to i don't want to make give q the power to make him school scarecrow all right Fuck no that no no shit. that's fair he's not nearly Fuck as cool scarecrow shit. but tynan is definitely saying something yeah. about that Dude, like that is, is too sure. close to our reality but it's also so f- it's like from the you yeah. think the writer of Department of Truth isn't putting QAnon <laughs> as the villain of the Batman story? You got to be fucking nuts. I think it's going farther than that because that's once once we get the Bat family kind of collected, Oracle kind of comes online and is like, "All right, guys, they're taking over the airways. Tonight's gonna be rough, but I'm gonna let everyone know on the back channel, like I did in fucking all the, the other world, times, Joker the Joker War and all this yeah, shit. The public thinks Batman's dead." They think Batman's dead. Well, they're about to think Batman's dead. Because Oracle is about to reassure them, but then her message gets hijacked by someone basically saying, your mayor's hiding, Scarecrow's on the loose, fear is spreading in the city, you're you're breathing in poison, it's probably fucked, it's probably in the water. Batman is dead. Batman's dead, no one's gonna fucking help you, fucking go like and then like she shuts it down eventually but, like, if you got him <laughs> the whole idea yeah. was people were going to trust oracle over everybody and now that she's saying it that was the final nail yeah. in the coffin that everyone's gonna just fucking lose their minds you know it's bad when yeah. oracle she gets literally hacked. just turned it in 
Yeah, yes. Um, exactly. Also, like, she, she just, well, whoever is pretending to be, Scarecrow pretending to be Oracle, yeah. just turned this into the fucking purge. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and there, like, there exactly. is something incredibly frightening about Oracle getting hacked. It's like, okay, how the this fuck is did bad that now. happen? Well, that's just yeah. planned. I think they knew she did it during the Joker war and they were just waiting for the opportunity. They were the magistrate yeah. and then were, they were tapped into that shit. They took over the communications. They knew that was her only route. So as I don't soon think as it's the that, magistrate. I think over. it's, I think, I think it's, it's the combined, the combined resources. Yeah. Cause, Cause he's still tapped into their resources. I think. Yeah, that's true. But then they end up blowing up her computer to try to get rid of her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then after the after the Oracle message that goes out to all of Gotham, there's a secret message that, that's just to Oracle, and it's just like, oh yeah, uh, it's just you and me, and uh, City doesn't want to know your old truth; it wants mine. So I'm going to give it to them, cutting you off for <laughs> cutting you off now for good. Bye bye. <laughs> bye And then they're like, "Fuck!" and they like you know jump out of the fucking explosion just in time. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so that's what I mean. They don't want your truth. They want my truth. Being that truth is completely a subjective concept now, there's no way to control that. It's <laughs> like, that's fucking terrifying and also what we're living in right now. <laughs> yeah, and then the yeah. other half of this is the Unsane Collective escaping with Ivy and Gardner and going to where half of Ivy has been. This seems to be the Queen Ivy. Queen Ivy, the not-so-nice half of Ivy, but still somehow Harley is able to appeal to her and say, hey, we need to fucking help these people out. Can we at least lay low for a bit? Um, And at that point, that's when Harley kind of resides herself, like, I need to go find the other part of her and make her whole again. And yeah. the other heart part of her is with, with, with Selena in Alleytown, which we find out earlier is where the magistrate's basically just going to fucking... Just roll over it with all the power of the peacekeepers. Yeah, which is not going to be great. Uh, yes, yeah, um, we have other Batman. I, I could draw to some. Up. Yeah, I right, could right. draw some direct lines to some American uh, historical events. I'm not going to. Yeah, we don't need to get that far. Into fill this. in the blank with yeah. uh, the government destroying an entire neighborhood to try and prove a point. Yeah. yeah we have, we have uh, what's his, which, I can't remember which Fox. Um, um, Tim. Nope. T- is yes. it Tim Fox? It's Tim Fox. Yeah, he's melting up now. The one that's the next Batman. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the next Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's about to be. <laughs> next. So that's, uh, yeah, so <laughs> thank you, next. Um, yeah, that's, that is, that uh, to me, because they say future state, because like basically in the theory that like Crane um came up with back to like the the intro um he keeps saying like well we have to go through the fair fear state to get to the future state so he's using these terms as like the clinical like definitions by like that he wrote the paper with right so the future state is whatever the city evolves into after the fear state which Um, depending on uh the multiverse or whatever it could be what we've read in future state already or if Batman prevails in some fashion, it might not be. I don't think he's exactly. Do and, uh, <laughs> yeah, Batman's just gonna lose this time. It's fine. Well, he doesn't um, seem to escape finally from Scarecrow at the it, end it, of this. I do, like, on top of saying future state for the first time in continuity, uh, seeing Tim suit up is like, oh, that's the real connection to future state. There yeah. it is. Like, everything is falling into place now. Yeah, and just like, what version of the ones that we saw is truly gonna be 
Like, are, is, are they going to thwart the future state, or is that going to be the state of Gotham for a while? We're going to see some stories within that, that, that realm, which yeah, is very I'm, interesting. I'm very curious to I thought to those see. were a great... It was a great. I, uh, I really thought Future State was going to cease to matter. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's cool that it, they're kind of yeah. working towards it still, or at least to make it some of the things that we saw. Like, there's very real things that are up in the air right now. It's also a really cool, um, like, storytelling technique to say, "Here's the ending. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's see how we lead got our there. way up to it, and and not just see how we got there because." With the multiverse, it does leave this open-ended thing. Yeah. So in our in our minds, we can say this is the ending that I know happened. What needs to change to get rid of that? Um, I think that's an interesting storytelling technique, like specifically yeah. with comics. You couldn't do that in like a novel because you sure. know, like <laughs> establishing a multiverse is complicated enough. Right. Yeah. And I think it's <laughs> yeah, like you said, there's little pieces that can get chipped away. Um, to ca- to make future state happen, I think one of them's getting Ivy into one uh-huh. Batman, one potential- Batman getting away from Scarecrow. Batman getting away from Scarecrow. Um, Maybe he teams up with the next Batman yeah, instead bef- of them bef- being completely separate entities. Yeah. Maybe something, yeah, basically him not dying, quote unquote, because the whole Bat family thinks he's dead Yeah, uh, for a really long time or getting, or got captured. So as long as he can get out from the magistrate, like I feel like there's so many things here that's like we have the suspense, mm-hmm. which is very yeah. cool. So this should be a very unique and fun event because of that. Hell yeah. And Scarecrow looks dope as fuck on top of everything else. This is like the only (laughs) time I was like, man, Scarecrow is pretty cool. (laughs) Like every other time I'm like, eh, (laughs) Batman knows it. He's going to get through his fear and just punch him in the face. (laughs) This time it feels like he's actually like got some consequence, got some power behind him. Yeah, yeah. For he the first really time in a is, really long time. He's very intimidating yeah. as a character. Yeah. Like he feels like a Joker-level influence right now. Yeah, they, they they finally found a way to make him frightening, like like legit scary and not like, you know. Yeah, and he did All he had to do was put him in a reality where reality yeah, is subjective. Say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, you, you sicked him on society instead of sicking him on individuals, which and, always felt like where he would be I more powerful. I don't know if I would be as scared of this book if I didn't live through what we've lived through <laughs> and where, like, truth does not fucking matter at all. Well, the- like, it, it's kind of like when everyone was like, okay, um, don't be stupid and, and do the thing. And, like, every, everyone, when the pandemic started, was just like, oh, for sure, zombie movies are real because people are that stupid. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, I'll never doubt a horror movie where the person makes the stupid decision ever again because this is just humanity doing yeah, this. Yeah, we're all running um, upstairs in a slasher exactly. movie. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so to number one, do that, and then number two, watch reality just cease to exist. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Jan, James Tynion continues to be like this, this master horror writer in that he takes yeah. a kernel of truth and a kernel of reality and finds... A, a way to make that scary, like dialing into that part of your fear of like, okay, well, this is this outlandish thing seems so possible now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't and, yeah, usually take him a lot. No. Either. No. Like it's yeah, like, it's like it's like the opposite of like that Lovecraft theory of horror is like the scariest thing is the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the scariest thing is 
the thing you've been experiencing. Yeah, the scariest really thing is the thing you're yeah. already scared of, and then let's turn that all the way up. Yeah, the scariest yeah. thing is the thing you're scared of, and I just gave you the roadmap where it might be possible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. he seems to uh, he seems to have nailed that shit. Yeah. yeah. In like five different books. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. So yeah. Th- yeah. Well, speaking of uh, James Stein and Batman, for next week's books, uh, James Stein and books Batman. Out today. Yeah. Oh, it's another. It's Batman. we're on the James Tynan cycle where yeah. we yeah, get yeah, a big yeah. dump. Nice of, house and nice yeah, house on we the get lake, right? Nice house on the lake and Batman uh, one twelve. There we go. Um, Dude, yeah. Daredevil continues to be incredible. Hell yeah! Another book just about what we're living in currently. Yeah. Um, X Force, Excalibur, Infinite Frontier again. It's cool. Hell yeah. Swamp Thing. Um, I don't know. We talked about it. The Me You Love Me in the Dark. I really liked the first issue. So I'm I think we were on one. a break when that came out. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, it could have been one of those weird weeks that we It missed. was also one of those books that was like really good, but like it was a total just intro to the book. So um, yeah. potentially the next issue. Super stoked more, for... More meat to it. I'm, I'm upset we're going to be off for a week or two but oh fuck yeah, yeah. uh we're yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be off of your feed for a couple of weeks we're taking a vacation but um i'll try Adam's to throw taking a vacation and the rest of us some, are taking a break uh, <laughs> we'll try to put some pictures in the discord but may's book number one comes out and i'm fucking stoked for that oh fuck yeah also yeah i uh y'all y'all at me uh keep me up on my shit i will try to be better with their social media and y'all come into our discord and that will we'll talk help. about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Come talk yeah. with us. New Lemire book original. He's doing all the art and the uh, and writing Facebook. it again. It look. Uh, it's just all about going. Th- it looks awesome. I'm really excited yeah. for it. Hell yeah. Um, There's some other shit. Uh, Mamo, my the cutest book to exist. Defenders. Um, we talked about the first one. Defenders number two comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some more crushing Lobo. Ordinary mm-hmm. Gods. That's pretty. That's been pretty cool. Um, uh, Suicide Squad. Get Joker, which is another book Ooh, I, I, like I the really first enjoyed. One. Yeah. Um, the Black Manta number one. I don't know. Just throw number ones out there. Yeah, there's there's a Black Manta. Uh, the Mark Russell Vault book is out. Dead Box as well. Oh, and a Mark Russell Upshot book. Um, Not All Robots. Mm, uh, number two. Okay. So two Mark Russells. That's neat. Double double the Russell. Double Russells. <laughs> double your Russ. Uh yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so uh, you won't hear us talk about those books yeah. unless you come talk but to come us talk on to Discord. About, yeah, come talk to us about it. If you, if you're getting that uh uh missing us in your life talking about comics, come talk to us and uh you know share the experience. Yeah, uh, so. I'm so I'm going to the beach for a week, and I always I, I save up comics to read on the beach. I talk about this all the time on this show. If you know me, you know I like to read comics on the beach. Um, Hashtag beach. Yeah, reads. I think I think I'm gonna be posting my beach reads on the Discord. So cool. That's how I'll keep in touch with, with or without sand. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I I might just post some pictures of my comics in the sand just to make RJ <laughs> upset. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so come come join our Discord. Consider consider uh, g- giving to our Patreon. Uh, we we've got some we've got some plans coming down the road for the Patreon. So stay tuned. Um, anytime's a good time to jump on the Patreon, man. Give us your money. Uh, please and please and thank you. Please and thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's it for us. Follow us on the socials, on the Twitters, the Instagrams at last week's comics. Um, till we meet again. Uh, this is this is Tales from the Short Box. 
Goodbye, everybody. And, uh, you know, abortion is healthcare. Women's rights are human rights. All that jazz. Hell yes. Thank you. Ha, ha, ha.